What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. With Pat and Stu today, for Glenn. Uh, wow. We got to share with you what a Nobel Prize winner said about climate change that is has not made the Washington Post happy about it. Share what they said about what he said regarding climate change. And much more coming up in one minute. All right, for 10 years now, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are a shining example of what putting the cause ahead of profits looks like in real life. And it's why we're proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. For Black Friday, the Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch to Patriot Mobile. They offer dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding all the causes you can't stand. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and more. And their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching very easy. Keep your number and for a limited time, get a free smartphone. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code FRIDAY76. It's a free smartphone and the offer is available only with Black Friday promo code FRIDAY76. It's a limited time offer. Join Patriot Mobile and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call them 972-PATRIOT. Well, it looks like a scientist has stepped out of line, and now he's got to be slapped back into line. John Clauser, who won the Physics Nobel Prize last year, said, I can very confidently assert there is no climate emergency. As Uh-oh. Mu- uh, but Uh-oh. Look out. Whoa. Not allowed to say that. As much as it may upset many people, my message is the planet is not... In peril. Atmospheric CO2 and methane have negligible effect on the climate. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? How dare you speak the truth? Uh, the policies government have been implementing are totally unnecessary and should be eliminated. So far, we have totally misidentified what is the dominant process in controlling the climate, and all of the various models are based on incomplete and incorrect physics. Again, the winner for the Nobel Prize for Physics from last year. The dominant process is the cloud sunlight reflexivity thermostat mechanism. Clouds are all bright white, and they reflected 90% of the sunlight back into space, making them the most crucial yet most overlooked aspect of the climate system. So I guess we need to change the clouds. Uh, Mm. Two-thirds of the Earth are ocean. The Pacific Ocean alone is half the Earth. The average cloud cover for the Earth is 67%, about 50% over land, 75% over oceans. I claim that the above conspicuous properties of clouds are the missing part of the puzzle. Well, how dare you? You're not allowed to say those things. You can't say those things. Um, So he went to this conference at the Four Seasons Hotel in Washington. 
And he was with some other speakers that also identified and denounced climate change as a hoax perpetrated by a global cabal, including the U.N., the World Economic Forum, and many leaders of the Catholic Church. Now, who's the who's writing the summary of their statements? Uh, this is with the Washington Post. I was going to say, that doesn't sound like what it they actually said. No, it right? doesn't. Oh, uh, yeah, I just want to say it's global cabal. <laughs> uh, they, that's not how they actually talk. Uh, this is just, this is, the, this is how you make them look. Yes. Uh, look like they don't have any credibility. And they go a little bit further in this next paragraph. It might have seemed like a fringe event, except for one speaker's credentials, John F. Clauser, who shared the Nobel Prize in physics last year before declaring Tuesday that there is no climate crisis, a claim that contradicts the overwhelming scientific consensus. There is no scientific consensus on this. We've, we've shown you the, the letters written by and signed uh, by, was it 35,000, 40,000? What are we up to now? Something like 40,000 scientists who dispute that it's catastrophic. And almost all of them say, yeah, okay, it's, the earth has warmed a bit, but it is not a catastrophic problem, nor is it something we can control. Nor is it something that if we could control should be as high on our, on our priority list as the left wants to make it. Like you have, you know, like something like tuberculosis is still killing Tons of people in the world, and it's completely curable, like with basic steps. Like, there's no... Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't we care about that more? Malaria. And millions of people die, and we don't seem to care at all. We don't. But, right. like, we're like, oh, well, point zero four degrees over the past 10 years. We need to make sure we do something about that. It's like, well, even if we could, we shouldn't... It shouldn't be on the top of our priority list. And, of course, mm. it's impossible to do. Right. It's impossible to try to figure out how to manipulate the global climate like it's an, a thermostat in your in your office. That's not the way that works. And something they never talk about is the fact that, okay, all of this is based on CO2, right? Mm-hmm. The CO2 has gone up, and so that's pushed up the temperature. Yes. Um, well, years ago, and nobody ever talks about this, Al Gore made this amazing admission. Goes up before the sea sometimes that sometimes that has been true in the past. The opposite has also been true. Wait, okay, so you just admitted. Give it to me one more time. Okay. The temperature goes up before the sea sometimes that sometimes that has been true in the past. The oh. opposite has also been true. Well, then that blows your whole premise. If the temperature goes up before the CO2 does, that means it wasn't caused by the CO2. <laughs> well, but that so- has been true, but also the opposite has also been true in the past. Well, so that just tells you that it's 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 not definitive that the Earth goes in cycles. It's a little more complicated, right? Yeah, this is this is a a very complicated, chaotic system with thousands of variables, mm-hmm. many of which people don't fully understand. And when they try to make these climate models, the reason they can get to these catastrophic predictions is not because of the basic elements that they're that they're talking about in, in our climate system it's because they start predicting that they're going to feed back on top of each other and make each other worse so there's a, a climate feedback system in their view a positive climate climate feedback system which means that basically it creates a never-ending loop and it gets worse and worse and worse and you know it's like when they talk about ai and they say well if ai gets smart enough it can create its own ai and then that AI will be even smarter. And that AI can create its own AI. And it's just start getting worse and worse and worse. And everything's going to spiral out of control. Sometimes that stuff can happen. Like there are positive feedback loops that, that happen in the world. They're pretty rare though. Because yeah. if positive feedback loops existed 
commonly, things would spiral out of control all the time. All the time. And they don't. Right. For the most case, for the most part, they don't uh, spiral out of control. That's why humanity has existed for a while. There's mm-hmm. a stable enough climate system. You would th- see these things. You would see extinction level events all the time if these things were true. And yet, for some reason, every single weather event, which we used to be told, don't confuse climate with weather yes. or weather with climate. Mm-hmm. But they do that every time. Every time. Every time there's a heat wave or a spike <clears throat> on a daily basis, even it's global warming. It's climate change. Uh, so well, I've taken the opposite stance. Like every time there is a day that's cooler than it normally should be, that's yeah. proof to me that there is no climate change. <laughs> You've just gone the other way. I've just gone the other way. <laughs> I like that. Yep. That's one way of doing it. And it's about as random as, as their, it uh, is. their approach to the problem. Yeah. Well, if you're going to use weather for climate and climate for weather, then we should do it too. Well, they, they, and I think there's an important part of this that people don't typically focus on, which was they say, you shouldn't con- you shouldn't confuse climate with weather. The important part there is not climate or weather. It's you. You shouldn't You're right. confuse climate with weather. Yeah, we, we can, can do it all, all you want. <laughs> yes. We'll do it all the time. That's right. You shouldn't do it. Because you <laughs> do you're it. And it the makes, little people. Well, yeah, because you do it and it hurts our argument. So yes. please don't do that. Gosh. You know, whenever they have a, um, you know, it, this is, you know, history that probably a lot of people know by now but you know when you have a climate conference or a a big hearing and it's in april and it's snowing they'll be like oh my gosh this these typical left wingers or excuse me typical right wingers they're just trying to disprove uh you know science Mm -hmm. and they're trying to claim as if it matters that one day it snows in washington dc in april who cares it's got nothing to do that's just weather it's not climate and yet in the most famous uh, climate um, conference, you know, and hearing of all time. This is when James Hansen was really like getting on board with the. Who's with never the, been right about a single no, prediction? No, he wasn't right about this. Life. And you go back and look at his predictions. You know, he predicted a level of CO two in the environment that was worse. What really happened was worse than his worst case scenario. So more CO two actually got into the atmosphere than his worst case scenario, and yet his the temperature predictions. Mm-hmm. It the results were actually better better for the earth didn't warm as much better Jeez. than his best case scenario <laughs> and he's cre- he's like this like climate like you they know turn all the time they quote him all the all time all the time but in that hearing they intentionally turned the air conditioning off so it would be hotter in the room so that people would look sweaty oh my gosh because it was <laughs> in the middle of summer in washington dc where it does get a little hot especially yeah. if you don't turn the air conditioning on so the air conditioning wasn't on and this sort of stuff happens, you know, of course, look, a lot of this is not about science. It's about trying to win people over. And mm-hmm. and if you get to, it's not to say that there are no serious climate scientists that are worried about this. There are some, and but there are also others that aren't. And people like this guy who, you know, again, won the, the Nobel, Nobel Prize. Prize, not, you know, 20, 40, 80 years ago, but th- last year. Mm-hmm. Now, it was for a discovery that happened, I think, almost 70s. 50 years previous. Yeah. In the um, 70s. But that was part of his point. He was just like, look, yeah. it took 50 years for the scientific community to uh, talk about what I discovered back in the 70s. In the 70s, they all told me I was nuts. They all told me scientific consensus does not work with my experiments. None of these discoveries are going to amount to anything. 50 years later, they, anou- they announced I won a Nobel Prize. That's a great point. And so the same type of stuff is very likely yeah. to uh, go on with climate. Listen to how the Washington Post treated this guy. 
The event showcased Clouser's remarkable shift since winning one of the world's most prestigious awards for his groundbreaking experiments with light particles in the 1970s. His recent denial of global warming has alarmed top climate scientists who, who warn that he's using his stature to mislead the public about a planetary emergency. Then I love this. Clouser, 80 who has a booming voice and white hair, he often leaves uncombed. <laughs> He's not wanting to comb his hair. You're just trying to disparage the guy because yep. he didn't comb his hair. Mm-hmm. Has brushed off these concerns. He says skepticism is a part of the scientific process. How dare well, you? How dare you say that? But that's exactly right. You are supposed to be a skeptic. Otherwise, we'd be believing things that just aren't true. Right. Somebody else has to say, eh, I'm skeptical that you found cold fusion um, in at the University of Utah. You're a bunch of godless animals over there, so I don't believe that that happened. I'm going to try to replicate your experiment. No one could, back in 1989, replicate cold fusion. Why? Because there was skepticism. It's a key part of the scientific process. Yeah. It turned out not to be the case. They, it turned out not to be a fact. And sadly, we don't have cold fusion now. It would be great if we did. Yeah, it would be great. I, I would love that because uh, then you've got endless energy that's very, very affordable. And uh, you're harnessing the power of the sun. Yeah. Well, eh, we don't have that yet. Yeah. One of the key things, I think, Pat, to that story, and you hit on it in that last uh, uh, <laughs> passage, is recently, he recently talked about his skepticism of global warming Mm -hmm. that largely has come after he won the nobel prize if he said it before he He wouldn't have won won the nobel prize for his discovery from the 70s that has nothing to do with this it's a physics discovery but if this is why scientists don't want to speak out on this when they're skeptical because this guy would have lost his nobel prize if he had said these things very publicly yep. beforehand. And you know they're going to disparage this guy. <clears throat> Make him look like a kook. They're already doing they're, that. Yeah, he can't he even, even brush his hair. his hair. He can't even brush his hair. <laughs> it's crazy. But a quick example of this <laughs> from the left, for example. And I know, you know what people think about this right now, uh, particularly in this audience. But think about this from the left-wing perspective. Think about this from the Washington Post perspective. mRNA technology had this exact same vibe against it when it was being created. When they they mm-hmm. they shut down research project after research project after research project, and I know a lot of people are saying, "I well, I wish they shut them all down." But think again. Think about this from the Washington Post's perspective: people who constantly praise this technology all the time. This entire thing would have been shut down if they ran it like the left wants science run today. Well, scientific consensus says no, so stop. Right? In their view, this miracle of modern science came from this exact same thing where a bunch of scientists said well wait a minute you keep telling me we can't do this i think we can i think it's going to work and in the washington post's mind certainly that was a wonderful success that came Mm -hmm. from scientists who didn't agree with the consensus pushing forward anyway so again this is there's dozens of stories like this yeah it happens all the time in science which is what this is why science is such an effective thing, right? Like the reason why we've advanced 
so far is because a lot of people ask questions. Hey, maybe we should be washing our hands in between surgeries. You know, I don't know. It seems like, <laughs> you know, and that was one of them. Yeah, because the, the, that was a waste of time. Before. Scientific consensus was a it's a waste of time to wash your hands in between surgeries. <laughs> and that's why so many people were dying all the time. Hey, you're giving a maternity ward. You don't need mm-hmm. to wash your hands in between, despite how disgusting it seems mm-hmm. just on the surface that obviously you should be washing your hands. They were spreading disease from one to the patient to the other. Patients mm-hmm. were dying like crazy until some guy stepped up and said, hey, wait a minute. I don't know. I'm going to put my hands under water just in between <laughs> each one. maybe use a little bit of soap. A little soap. Yeah. More in one minute. All right. An uncom- uncomfortable question for you. Uh, well, you know, aren't your, are your kids learning enough about actual American history in your school? Uh, the answer... Might scare you. As we found out really recently over the past few years, and we went through the COVID period, and we're all like watching our kids on Zoom calls and being like, wait a minute, what are they teaching my kids? Well, the Tuttle Twins is here. They're having their biggest Black Friday deal ever with their books, their bundles, some very special one-time bonuses you're not going to see again. These books are an absolute must. Uh, you know, our everybody around here reads them with their kids. We all have known about the Tuttle Twins for a while now. If you haven't, well, it's not a surprise. No one wants to tell you about them in the mainstream media. They're just great books for kids that teach kids real history, real philosophy, really important information. If you want to instill the true principles of our founding uh, and our nation into your kids, have them look up their heroes and have them learn about the truth about those heroes. Be empowered, self-motivated, and think critically well, you need the Tuttle Twins books. Uh, these aren't, you know, lessons you're going to be found in your schools, especially if your kids are going to a public school that's teaching them all sorts of nonsense. If you want your kids to cherish and defend our nation's core values, these books are key. They are uh, the antidote to wokeism and Marxism and all the garbage that kids are learning in school these days. Tuttle Twins have two f- uh, phenomenal bundles right now, and it's going on this week only. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the Black Friday deal and all the one-time bonuses that are available. Again, this week only, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com, 10 seconds, station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, let me just give you one more little section on uh, the Washington Post and their response to oh, please, John F. Clauser, who was a Nobel Prize winner. But the effort to discredit him already, okay, he didn't comb his hair. Then they talk about what he wore. Why would that be? Why is that important? Important at all. Why would you even include that? Clouser, who wore a gray blazer with black jeans and Tiva sandals, appeared buoyant as he took the stage. He cycled through a PowerPoint presentation that began with the exclamation, great news, there is no climate crisis. Shouldn't that be great news? It it, it should. Seems yes. like terrible news to the left. They want us to be under constant danger all the time from the climate. Clauser then bragged that he met he bragged that he met privately with President Biden in the Oval Office last year when the 2022 Nobel Prize winners <laughs> this, were invited to the White House. This is a great story though. He said he criticized Biden's climate and energy policies, to which he said the president replied Sounds like right-wing science. <laughs> oh, right-wing science from the Nobel Prize yeah, winner. So it's great. so he his his he because the Nobel, as we know, Pat, the Nobel organization, very conservative. Oh yeah, very right-wing. Yeah. Very. In everything that they do, very. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Clouser, who has never published a peer-reviewed paper on climate change, so they're discrediting yep. him mm-hmm. from even talking about it. How dare you even discuss it, despite the fact that you're a Nobel Prize winner in physics, has homed in on one message in particular. Earth's temperature is primarily determined by cloud cover, not carbon dioxide emissions from burning fossil fuels. He has concluded that clouds have a net cooling effect on the planet, so there is no climate crisis. Uh, Michael Mann, a climate scientist at the uh, University of Pennsylvania, said that argument is pure garbage and pseudoscience. Well, then, if Michael Mann said it. Yeah, a guy who's had, uh, let's say, his share of controversies over the years. Uh, he's the hockey stick guy. He's the guy who came well, up with right. the hockey stick chart. Completely yeah. discredited. Yeah, well, I mean, it's he does sue a lot of people, so I'll say allegedly on that one. But allegedly yes. discredited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, he is uh, not my favorite climate God. scientist, but again, it's okay for him to have that view, right? It's okay that like these guys disagree. Some people do really believe that this is going to be catastrophic, I think. Now, the politicians, I don't think, care, and that's really yeah. what more of the focus needs to be. Again, scientists can disagree with each other, and that's totally healthy, and some will believe it's catastrophic, some won't. But it's the politicians who come in and try to adapt trillions of dollars Mm. of your money Mm -hmm. to spend on things. They don't care if it's really catastrophic. They just see this as as a means to an end. And that's really where the focus needs to be. The Glenn Beck Program. So what are you looking for when you walk down the meat aisle at your grocery store? Uh, A good price? Uh, Something high quality that you can feed your family with pride? How about Raised in America? Are you looking for Raised in America? It's probably some combination of all those things uh, because what you put on the table matters. And when you buy from good ranchers, you're going to get all of these things. Now, we've got 85% of grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, but not with good ranchers. They source all of their high-quality beef and chicken from local farms and ranches. And for every box ordered, Good Ranchers donates 10 meals to Americans in need. It's over a million meals so far. So you can do good while you eat good. Listen, don't settle for less than the best meats. And don't settle for meat that's been raised overseas either. Head on over to GoodRanchers.com. Use the code BECK. You'll get 25 bucks off any box. Do some serious good for yourself, your family, and others by having American meat delivered to your door from GoodRanchers.com. The code is back. You'll get 25 uh, bucks off right now at GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. The code is back for 25 bucks off today at GoodRanchers.com. Glenn Beck, Stuper Gear, Steve Dace, Chad Prather, and me, Pac Ray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at BlazeTV.com. Promo code Glenn. for Glenn today, 888-727-BECK. Apparently the cost of your Thanksgiving dinner is down 4.5% this year. Hmm. Now it's still 25% higher than when Trump was in office. But don't worry about that. It's down from last year's all-time record-breaking high. So we got that going for us anyway. Uh, is that something we're supposed to be excited about? Yes, you're supposed to be thrilled. I just want to make thrilled. sure... And you're supposed to vote for Joe Biden as a result of it. Uh, but a 16-pound turkey would be $1.71 per pound. That's down 
5.6% from last year. A 14-ounce bag of cubed stuffing mix uh, would cost you three seventy-seven. That's down two point eight percent. Two frozen pie crusts, three fifty, down four point nine percent. A half pint of whipping cream, down twenty-two point eight percent. Wow, haven't noticed that. <laughs> uh, where is that happening? Uh, what is it? Whipping cream. Whipping cream. Because this is something maybe that's central to your life more yeah. than others, as you own a cookie company, <laughs> right. uh, Kexi Cookies. Um, Kexi.com, by the way, delicious. By the way, uh, on on uh, Black Friday, this Friday, mm-hmm. you save 25%. Oh, Friday and Monday. Really? Yeah, at Kexi.com. Oh, I got to load up. That's big. 25%. Okay, so... 25, do, our biggest sale ever. Okay, so do definitely do that. But I would assume the heavy cream that goes into some of the recipes Doesn't is seem like it's down. <laughs> yeah, it, it is <laughs> substantial. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We don't use frozen peas, though, in our cookies. Um, none? Never? None, never. Yeah, are you committing to, to never doing that? I, I am. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb there. Fresh um, peas in the Kexi cookies. But <laughs> <laughs> never frozen. Yeah, always fresh, never frozen peas. <laughs> uh, down 1.1%. A dozen dinner rolls up uh, almost 3%, 2.9%. Miscellaneous ingredients to prepare the meal, three ninety five. Now, I that's down four point four percent. That would include, I would think, things like butter, which are way up, way up. Yeah. Now, also, butter is an ingredient in a Kexi cookie. I probably <laughs> surprises you guys put some butter people. In that? Yeah, butter. I've never tasted the butter before. <laughs> wow. Uh, thirty ounce, thirty ounce can of pumpkin pie mix, up three point seven percent. A gallon of whole milk. Down 2.6%. Wait, can we go back to pumpkin pie mix for a second? This, yeah. this is one of the things that I think is fascinating about the, the the future of Joe Biden as a presidential candidate and why it's so hard, why his approval is so low, why it's so difficult for him to win, even though inflation has come down, as we're told by the media and economists all the time. And why are they not, people not reacting positively? What was the difference in the pumpkin pie mix? Uh, it was up 3.7%. Up 3.7%. Now, that's, you know, that doesn't seem, that seems like a normal thing. Mm-hmm. However, compared to 2019, it's up 34%. God, that's right? huge. And Good people golly. that's why people are pissed. Yeah. Because right. what everyone loves to hide from you, unless you follow this stuff, you know, moderately closely, is that they this builds on the previous higher prices. These numbers right. they are saying are compared to the price you were already pissed off about. So mm-hmm. if instead of it going up by 10%, it's only going up by 3%, economists might say, okay, well, it's coming back under control. And there, there's some under there's some reason to that why they measure that. Like it's not a crazy thing to measure. But when you're talking about an individual person, if you're pissed off at $20 for something, because it used to be 10, mm-hmm. and now it costs 22. You don't say, well, the rate of increase has de- gone down. <laughs> you say it's even more expensive than when I was pissed off about it last year. Mm-hmm. And the 2019 comparisons are incredible. Turkey I mean, up amazing. 32%. Pumpkin pie mix up 34%, as I mentioned. Pie shells up 39%. Ham Jeez. up 97%. Oh my gosh. Rolls up 54%. So it's almost doubled in price. Yeah. Since 2019? 2019. Rolls up 54%. Stuffing up 41%. Potatoes up 30%. Green beans up 32%. Mm. All of these things are building off of prices that people are already annoyed about. So when they go up only slightly more, or even in this case, go down slightly, as this will be only the second most expensive 
Thanksgiving in our history. This is what Joe Biden runs on. Incredible. I'm I'm slightly better than the worst of all time. By the way, I was also responsible for the worst of all time. (laughs) Elect me again and see how that goes for you. That should not be a winning proposition right there. No. Now, what about your Worthington protein (laughs) roll? Loaf? Loaf. Worthington's protein loaf? Worthington protein loaf. Is that up or down? People, you know what? I'd pay any price for Worthington's. Oh, man. You pay the price for the best. Now, Worthington's protein loaf is not turkey. It simulates turkey in certain (laughs) ways, and that's why I always love it. It's actually tofu. Is that right? I don't think it. Or, I, no, no. If it's, to, I don't remember what it is. I okay. mean, again, I don't ask questions. It's mystery when you're eating stuff. Worthington's. Okay. You've had it though. It's I not have. bad. It's not bad. It's actually. It's really not bad. We, Pat was did like a, a, a what was the name of that show Joe Rogan used to host? Fear Factor. It was like that moment for you. Yeah, you had to have <laughs> some vegetarian meat product, Worthington's, yeah. and it was. A, it it's turned actually, out okay. It's actually not terrible. But I will say, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, the turkey. Who is the who is the turkey the highlight of Thanksgiving for? Is there a person? It's certainly not the turkey. We know no. that. That's not a, it's not their highlight. <laughs> no, it's but not. like I don't know. Does anyone really like look at the turkey other than the guy? I can't wait to get to that turkey. The guy I'm in that uh, Christmas person. Story. I think that's it. The dad in Christmas oh, yeah. Christ, uh, Christmas Story is the only guy I feel like really, and that was about Christmas, obviously not Thanksgiving. Um, but he loved the turkey, as we all can remember from the movie. Other than that, I feel like turkey's like the eighth place thing on the on the plate, right? Yeah. You got stuffing, you got mashed potatoes. Accurate. If you're a believer in mac and cheese, as I am, in a big way, who mac who isn't? I some people are like, that's not a Thanksgiving food. I think it is. No, I, I think I it's central. Too. I agree. Uh that's a huge one. The dinner rolls. Oh yeah. A must. Cranberry sauce. A must. I'm a cranberry sauce guy above the turkey. Mm-hmm. Although I used to really enjoy the, if uh, you pour the post the cranberry sauce on the turkey, it makes it more edible. I think too, you put the uh and then you put it on a sandwich later, like oh, the next yeah. day. That mm-hmm. is the key. That's when. That's when it's. That's when it's really good. Put a little stuffing on there. You can put a little mayo. Uh, yeah. On there too, on a sandwich on white bread. Yeah. On the whitest <laughs> white bread possible, uh-huh. like the like. I mean, it's With really, no nutritional value. No, whatsoever. I don't. Want, I don't want one yeah, grain. Don't, don't, I, no. Don't give me a whole grain. I don't even want a half grain. I don't want a nutrient. Nope. I don't want any no. grains. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. I want it to be squishy, and I want it to look exactly the same twelve years from now if I forget about it in my cabinet that it did today. Yep. That's what I want out of that sandwich. Me too. And I'm going to be proud for, me too. To, to eat it. Um, but that is, and then of course you have the desserts. Yeah. And all of those are going to to rank over the turkey. And apparently all this adds up to about $61.20 for Thanksgiving. But then as you mentioned when you throw in the boneless ham, the russet potatoes and frozen green beans, mm-hmm. if you do that, and many many people do. Then you add another 2358 for a grand total of 84.75 on average. $84.75 for turkey dinner. So, turkey and ham. It's a lot. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. This is the same thing, though, they're doing with the gas prices. Well, it's not $5 a gallon anymore. Yeah. You should thank us. Yeah. Because you're welcome. Well, no, it's still about $2 a gallon higher than it was when you took office. So how is this a bargain for me? Uh, it isn't. It's like someone who like brings you into a torture chamber and turns up all the dials and puts needles into you and does all these horrible things out of a Saw sequel. And then the next day says, actually, the torture is down 3.7% today. So you should feel pretty good about that. Like, I don't feel good about it at all. In fact, in reality, what they say is, 
We've only increased it 3.7% today, the torture. So you should feel good about that. It, it, you know, uh, Carol Roth was on my show, Studios America, by the way. You can get on uh, YouTube or uh, Blaze TV, uh, part of your membership. And she was on explaining this process as well. And she was talking about it as, in terms of weight, which I thought was instructive. Like, if you gain 10 pounds in a year and you go into your doctor, and your doctor says, you, you can't keep doing this. Uh, you got to really change things. And then you go in the year after that and you say, well, I only gained 3.7 this year. <laughs> so wait so you've gained 13.7 now overall yeah but i'm my, yeah, but- my rate of increase is down no doctor is going to be excited for you <laughs> that's not how that works and that's what they're trying to sell us that's on. what they're trying to sell us on re-elect me i only gained 3.7 pounds this year <laughs> it's like well no wait the whole this is a problem your weight's going up you're already unhealthy mm-hmm. and you continue to do the things that cause weight gain like for example printing money or you know eating extra calories right you're doing you're going to taco Mm -hmm. bell 16 times a day and that's going to probably lead to future weight gain Uh, i've been told though i you know as we talked about scientific consensus who knows if that's true i mean in reality maybe taco bell makes you lose weight i don't know we're going to test that philosophy Uh, Mm -hmm. i'm going to test it for the next 20 30 years and see how that works out because i want to make sure Mm -hmm. the consensus is accurate on that particular uh item but i will say like you can understand why people don't fall for it and it is encouraging to see we are not in a country where the media can say anything and people will believe it a lot of things they will Mm -hmm. and we've this is a problem in our country it happens too often but like with something like this it doesn't matter how many times the media says the economy is good people don't believe them and that's important because you you can't trick people who are seeing that their budget is suffering now, mm-hmm. as opposed to what was happening under Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can tell them all the time. You're doing better than that. You're doing way better than you were. Yeah. Trump under was Trump. the bad time. No. Yeah. And we know our finances better than the Biden administration. Yeah. And we know we're not doing as well. So, yeah, it's a tough sell. And uh, I, they're, they're still trying to sell it, but it is tough. And I, just, I, t- I don't know if you feel this way, Pat. And I'm, I'm generally an optimist on, on, on economic issues long term, with the exception of the spending stuff. Mm-hmm. But like... When you look at this, I still don't feel like we've paid the full price for what happened during COVID. Yeah. I don't feel that we've paid the full price of, of what has co- gone on with our spending. All these things are bubbling uh, and they've been bad, but they have not been catastrophic yet mm-hmm. in comparison to what I thought was going to happen. Like, I mean, you shut down an economy for uh, three, six months, you know, depending on where you live, it could even be longer than that. Uh, what that you... Would you even have thought before COVID that that was something you could recover from? No. I would think you can't just no. turn it off. What are you talking about? And like, while it's been bad and we've seen a lot of bad results, there's no downplaying them. It's, it was a really, really rough period. I don't think that 7% mortgage rates are the end of that story. That's bad. Yeah. It sucks if you've got a 7, 8, 9% mortgage right now. You can't buy a home because of how high the rates are. You realize how we are, we're paying more and more for all of these goods and, and all these problems that we've had. But like, I think, I think there's still more to come when it comes to a downside of the economy. And we've been kind of on this verge of recession for multiple years now. We dipped into the traditional definition of it for a while, but it didn't like last for a super long time when it came to growth numbers. But I do feel like we have to look forward and prepare ourselves for what could be coming.
Yeah, well, you look at a country like uh, Argentina, who just elected uh, an outsider, a, supposedly a libertarian outsider, Javier Millet. Yeah, uh, fascinating uh, who, story. Who won in Argentina uh, by quite a bit. He won by 12%. Why? Their inflation is 140%. Good God. 140% inflation. So, Have you seen this video of him um, where he goes up to a whiteboard and they have on the whiteboard all the uh, agencies? And he goes, what am I going to do? The Department of Sports and whatever. They have all these dumb departments. He's like, he's just ripping off. He's like, gone! And he goes to the next one. Department of, of Cultural uh, Ministry, gone! And just keep taking, just throwing them off the board over and over again. Nice. It's a fantastic video. Nice. Now, again, will he do these things? Who knows? We'll I mean, see. a lot of people say very interesting things. He's about the most, he describes himself as, as an anarcho-capitalist, which is about as far as you go on the libertarians' uh, yeah. side of things. And I think, look, Argentina could really use a dose of that. It would be interesting to see how much of that he could actually get done. Yeah. And, you know, of course, as is with every foreign leader, they're they're not perfect, but uh, is encouraging. A really encouraging our leaders always are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're well, Joe Biden. Totally perfect. Perfect. More coming up in a minute. All right. The holidays have arrived and it's hard to think of a better gift you could give someone or yourself than feeling good again. Who's the person in your life that has been living with pain for a long time? I mean, is it you? If it's you, honestly, whoever it is, think about what they might be searching for. Probably the thing that can actually help them feel better again. Have they tried everything? Have they tried relief factor? Maybe it's time to try something new, something that's helped someone uh, that they know. Uh, pretty, pretty. Uh, I mean, if they listen to this show, they know him pretty well. Our own Glenn Beck, he's, he's uh, used Relief Factor for years. It's worked for him. It's worked for thousands of others in our audience. And Relief Factor is a daily supplement that helps you and your body fight the pain by fighting inflammation. It's 100% drug-free, and it was developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again. It's only $19.95, and it comes... With Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back guarantee. So, what do you got to lose? Visit relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief. That's 1 800, the number four, relief. There's no better gift for yourself or a loved one than feeling good again. It's relieffactor.com. Join the conversation. 888 727 Beck, the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu today for Glenn. Just a couple days away from uh, Thanksgiving. And fortunately, you're going to pay almost nothing for your Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, it's gone down 4.5% from last year. So everything's fine now. Don't worry about it. Um, immigration situation taken care of. The border secure. Oh, really? Yeah. I hadn't yeah. heard that. Yeah. I heard it was the highest it had been in how long? Uh, as far like as ever? Whatever. Like ever. Yeah, as far as border crossings go and, yeah. and apprehensions. But there's only been 10 million uh, since Biden took over. 10, 10 million illegal crossings. Um, but Is it's not a 100 million. It could be It could be a billion. Right. How many people are in the world? 7 billion? There's 8 billion now. A little billion. over 8 billion. So it could be 8 billion people coming into the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And instead, it it's just, a, it's just you know, 10, 10 million. million. This is nothing. Not, not very many. So, yeah, everything's fine. Need to reelect <laughs> this guy. 
And today, you know, again, his birthday. He's just 81. So by the time his second term would end, he'd only be 86. All they have is... I, I Don't you remember how bad some of those tweets were from the other guy, though? Like, that is really all they oh, have. Oh, that's right. You know, hey, remember January 6th? <laughs> like, that's, like, legitimately all they have. Yeah, and maybe it is. I, I wouldn't look in this country at this time. Would I be shocked if it works? No, would not be. Would not be shocked. But sad but true. They have no real case here. They don't. Nope. The Glenn Beck Program.